0: ladies and gentlemen welcome back to ami's house formerly known as but here we are rocking and rolling with a returning champion one of the greatest of all time guests of honor rabbi harry rosenberg in the house
1: thank you so much for having me again
0: of course ready to break the internet one more time
1: what i love about you is (laughs) you'll share You'll share an article, L- like there was an article that came out, like uh, s- some cardinal in the Vatican was like, "Hey, maybe we should consider giving back the temple ornaments, uh, and like yeah, all the stuff that was stolen from the temple back to Jerusalem." Now, and and for whatever reason, the high, the the, so- the newspaper it's in, and the headline, and the picture, everything to me just screams like spam. But y- but you're the one who reads it, and you're the one who shares it, and you're like following this alternate.
0: Reality like narrative
1: oh. that's going on underneath <laughs> the the <laughs> seams, and so whenever you share something, I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's interesting to pay attention to, and I I want to like experience everything that's going on right now, Israel, Hamas, and Israel, like through that underlying yeah. narrative that no one else is is thinking I'm about. So thankful you said that, and what it really comes down, <laughs> <to, so laughs> thank you. True. What it really
2: comes down to is I started to realize. <laughs> Harry's in the quantum realm is Harry in the quantum realm Tell a us what realization <laughs> that we have the power we're a, a partner in creation let's say We have the power to direct how reality unfolds humans we're participants in the creation with the creator of the universe so we need to plant narratives for us to envision to use our imagination to mm-hmm. foresee to imagine mm-hmm. and when we can imagine them and we start thinking about them guess what happens it can then become a reality so before the menorah gets returned towards jerusalem it's crucial that it becomes in the conscious of our people that mm-hmm. this has to be returned mm-hmm. so any opportunity i get to make this uh, something that we think about I will strike. So I saw my opportunity and I struck. I was like, guys, think about this because our ancestors said it's inevitable reality. So if we think about it, we could actually become the reason it could manifest. So it's that that collective thing. So I've painted a whole entire other storyline in my own head of of what's going on and what could happen.
1: Based on instinct? Based on my ancestors' writings. Uh So tell us that story. And start maybe start with Kanye. Like what you like how is that was that a precursor to what's going on now? Kanye's super involved for sure.
2: <laughs> Where's he been? I don't know geographically where he's been, but I'm sure spiritually he's looking for his pineal gland very badly and wants to connect to his source. Would you take him back? Of course. Yeah. All humans can heal. There's no question about that.
0: Oh man we're good. The, the Jewish community is now going to hate us in the comments, Michael. Yeah, we're he, taking Kanye back. Explain g- what that means, and, and uh, in other words, in other words, what's his connection? In in, in I'm, I'm curious. i two qu- couple questions. What you said zoom out. Zoom out. Zoom Your zoom ancestral out. Out. writings that are giving you insight into the current situ- in current events. Sure. What are those? Yeah. And when you said you take Kanye back and his relation to this, I mean, Kanye might have just been somebody who just went off on his own. Sort of representation of, oddly enough, the right-wing anti-Semitism that's within our— like, he, he summoned that. I
2: think Kanye, uh, as we the last left off, was chemically under attack and is, wasn't a free human to have free thoughts. Mm-hmm. And we know genetically he's coming from the Israelite diaspora through the transatlantic slave trade, through the Biafrans, uh, okay. through the Igbo tribe, and he's trying to discuss it. So he deserves a little healing session with me, a little wake-up call, find out who he really is. Take a deep breath, you know, figure it all out, move forward. Got to cleanse the guy. Right. Got a lot of garbage in him. Yeah. So for people like that, I have compassion for him. I can't judge him.
0: That was at the time I said, I'm like, I think this guy's having just a yeah. breakdown and like it's yeah, all channeled in the form of toxic they, anti-Semitism, but not medi- ideological. Medications, antisem. once there's medications and stuff. I'm SSRI saying it didn't SSRI's. seem like ideologically driven anti-Semitism as much as it's like, you know, he's getting a show in a mask going, I love it. You know, no, no, he wasn't coming. He he. From his thoughts, I can
2: collect that he has a source of love inside of him, mm. that he's got creativity and love, and I know what to do with that. Mm. We know where to put that. Right. So he has his handlers aren't putting his love into the right places. They're like so someone like who's filled with love, you can make them be very, very, very compassionate for the children of Gaza right now, mm-hmm. and be very angry at the IDF for what's going on. But that's misplaced love. Because, really, the Gazan children are being punished by Hamas, Mm -hmm. who's holding them hostage. The IDF is trying to save the Gazan children from Hamas. So, it's these little nuances of where we place our anger and our love that's Mm -hmm. very calculated. Kanye was a man who has lots of love, and his handlers were not plugging it into the right sources. Once his love gets plugged into the right place, it's going to go wildfire.
1: So... Mm, oh no, well I, I know what I, I know what to do here. I know <laughs> okay. what to do here. Well, I, I have a, I have a plan I, here. I have a plan too. <laughs> let's hear my plan. Right. I, I want to hear about the the, the,
0: the the things that are interesting that I'm I'm noticing about the way you structure sort of these ideas is like so I wanna hear about these ancestral writings that are generally informing sure. your sense of reality as it stands today. But also there's a part of me that finds what you're saying interesting in terms of like you're seeing people rip down posters of children, but you're You give such a benefit of the doubt to the idea that it's coming from such a place of compassion because what they really think is going on is this Israeli propaganda is trying to distract you from a tragedy in Gaza. So they they feel they have to understand and you want to redirect and rechannel that sense of compassion to the right place and not deny it. And then I see that and then I'm like, you know what? F all these people. We have to defend ourselves. It's too much. We're it's too much bo- to try to redeem and correct once. everybody. Mm-hmm. We have to defend ourselves from the monsters out there and the people that make excuses for them.
2: Well, listen, we have to do both at once because like, I'm on the ground in Jerusalem, right? Yeah. So that means on October 7th when I was waking up, mm-hmm. getting my uh, stroller with packed with Kiddush you know yeah. so that means I'm putting under my stroller cookies and crackers and cakes and bottles and cups mushrooms and, 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 you know, and, and br- everything <laughs> you don't wait to go to Kiddush everything. Kiddush is you I'm a walking Kiddush <laughs> yeah. you know so I, I'm doing a few Kiddushes <laughs> in Jerusalem Shabbat. so I have my stroller and my kids <laughs> and I got a little Alex. I had a little mini Torah on me right. I was literally a whole package program ready to go have a Simcha Torah party right. ready to walk out my house and then all of a sudden the sirens come yeah and I've been in sirens before, cause I was in 2006 in spot when Katusha rockets were fired from Lebanon towards the ga- the Galil. So I know what it's like to hide under a table when there's rockets being uh, fired at you and hitting the house and exploding. I've seen that fear. I wasn't so scared. I got a little bit more uh, like,
0: unfortunately, like, you're like, wakes yeah, all you right. up. Yeah, but yeah but like maybe, felt, maybe the maybe the redemption's of, coming. Feel you know? out of the ordinary.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, the sirens coming. I look mm-hmm. at my wife, my kids. We're like, wait a minute. We've been in Jerusalem for 10 years. We, we, some. There's Harry
0: ha- under the table with herring. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually a
2: vegan. so oh, well, well, No so herring, so, so. yeah.
0: Vegan. It was vegetarian last year. Well, look at yes. you. All my kiddishes mm-hmm. are vegan. All right. I have compassion. Soy herring. Yeah, not the best kiddushes, <laughs> Kiddishes, but. <laughs> 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 so the soy's
2: not going to serve us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need, you yeah, know, we need the right things. Okay. But anyway, nonetheless. Anyway.
0: Yeah. You're in the situation.
2: And so, obviously. I'm running into a bomb shelter. There's humans trying to shoot rockets at me and build tunnels to get under my house and destroy me and rape me and my Mm. family. So I'm like, wait a minute. Mm. IDF's got to go in there for sure. Our soldiers must go in there. My brothers must go in there. Stop humans from shooting rockets at innocent civilians. Stop terror tunnels and stop uh, the whole facade called Gaza, which has become like just an extension of the Iranian um, jihadist regime. Paying poor Gazans like very few dollars to be the mules and the front runners for their ideologies. So this is like a bad trip we found ourselves in. I think the IDF is going to do an amazing job at clearing Gaza out. I think that we need to immediately as the Jewish people um, have a strong show of compassion and love towards displaced Gazans you know, that they should be put into care, uh, ecological villages. Whatever it is, I expect my Jewish brothers and sisters to have a a voice of compassion for the displaced Gazans as well, um, which you don't see as much, which we need to see a little bit more of. Be like, wait a minute, are there kids? see a
0: call for the surrounding? Well,
2: Israel's now like saying like, okay, we're going to destroy XYZ neighborhoods, so everyone leave, right? And Hamas is saying whoever leaves dies. And they actually worship death. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Oh,
1: we want to die. Like, if you kill me, that's my yeah. religious that's purpose." Can you tell? Everyone calls it a death cult. What does that mean exactly? I know, I know, I know like suicide bombings no. and like um, thinking more about the afterlife than this. Like, yeah. but what, do you have any insight into death cult phrasing?
2: Yes, I mean, I've spent so much time in the last months in ChatGPT four learning about Islam and um, the founding of what's going on and what they believe in and like all their different things. Mm -hmm. And it really does come down to that there's a certain group within Islam that glorifies death as being the highest level of reality. To die for letting other people know that you have no freedom besides Allah is the greatest level of religious freedom they can get to. Whoa, that's a scary, dangerous trip. Mm -hmm. So we have to realize that um, all humans are not equal right now because let's say I live in Queens, that may mean I live next to someone who wakes up every day thinking that I have to die for him to find salvation. And that becomes a little awkward
1: and we have to have a <laughs> human conversation A-F. about this, yes. Um, the yeah, there's no real compromise there. It's a <laughs> conflict without a real That's, resolution. This is where the strong hand. This is where the strong
2: hand has to come in and people have to realize you don't kill Jews anymore. You don't mess yeah. around with Jews. We have the IDF mm-hmm. and we have the Mossad. Mm-hmm. We're, it's not a conversation anymore to hurt a Jew, harm a Jew, or to destroy a Jew.
1: And I, I think that's I think that's where a lot of the anti-Semitism pops their head because I think most people are uncomfortable with that idea. I think most people are uncomfortable with the idea that Jews would stand up for themselves because Jews are sort of like supposed to die. That's kind of the narrative that— Yes, that according to their
2: religions, we were supposed to have died. According to Christianity, according to Islam, we mm-hmm. were not supposed to be here today. We're not supposed to be in our homeland. We're not supposed to be in the most innovative place on the entire planet.
0: You're you, you are saying, in general, to the world at large, that sees us as as, as, as it's, it's totally excusable for Jews to die. that's yeah. like Jews are supposed to be sheepish. Yeah, they're supposed right. to just walk into the ovens. Right. And the idea of us asserting ourselves is it goes against that perception. Yeah. And you're saying and about- deeper that Jews are not supposed to exist. We are the craw. We are like the the, the stick in the the whole notion of we're this people that survive in the face of these odds, and it d- and it doesn't make sense. Christianity and Islam were supposed to replace Judaism, and it just doesn't. And it that that shakes these uh, shakes the theologies
1: to their core. Mm-hmm. Ruin their party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so so I interrupted you at death cult. Well, <laughs> we
2: ruined their party, but actually we some you know because when you look at you know somehow I made it to the other side of the Instagram algorithms, where it started throwing me into radical Islamic. Uh, um, <laughs> algorithms oh, <wow. laughs> i loved it for it was really the best thing that ever happened to me yeah. i started getting into feeds of seeing what radical islamic um reels look like and yeah. uh, you know scrolling well, in there the uh, i'll tell you exactly what they look like it's fascinating you have the preacher you know in front of the congregation and he says and allah will gather all of the jews into their homeland at the end of time do you know why so, they will be in one strategic location where we can round them up and finally destroy and kill them all.
0: That was Nasrallah.
2: This is their whole trip. Mm-hmm. That's not him. That's ever. That's all the and whole this thing. This is what teenagers on Instagram are That's saying. the whole thing. And so, all of a sudden, you got these, like, um, you know, the LGB uh, trifecta guys out here marching uh, for supporting the people whose doctrine it is to rape my people. I'm like, wait a minute. There's got to be a misunderstanding going on here right now. <laughs> Well,
0: certainly in that case, in the woke, the alliance of the woke social justice um, sort of cult that's taken place and the uh, and, and for radical jihadism, what they are, they are looking at it through the lens of oppressed and oppressor and that Jews in Israel are the white settler colonialists. And we stand with the oppressed no matter what the oppressed stand for, yeah. even though the oppressed stand for something that would kill all that's of those same people, LGBTQ people so... women that would oppress them. doesn't matter because to them, good and bad are defined by oppressed and oppressor. People who are powerful and prosperous and have strength are necessarily the villains and the people who don't have those things who are not, who are perceived as the other dark are necessarily the heroes. It doesn't matter what the ideologies are.
2: What the jihadi bully regime is doing, for example, is like all these uh, people in America with their gender confusions and stuff Mm -hmm. and whatnot, They're all beautiful people, but they're all very confused internally. They don't have any self-worth necessarily. They're not feeling good inside themselves. Their mental health is not all there. Very vulnerable position. So all of a sudden, um, they're being hijacked emotionally. So it's like we got to have conversations in America uh, very quickly about this. And so if I run into an angry person on the street yelling or protesting, I'm going to have to sit down with them and talk to them and be like, What? Where are you trying to go with this? There's fine lines over here, but as we're seeing, it's always just going towards kill Jews.
0: Right. So when you see this appalling behavior, anti-Semitic behavior or excuses for atrocity or celebrations of it, my reaction lately has been, uh, think what you want. We're going to defend ourselves. And you asserted like that's what we have to do. But now you're also saying there's this part of it that all, engages in a different way. That it's I'm all not fun and games thing,
2: until we're because we're here and uh, not in our own mm. homeland. You guys don't have the IDF protecting you right, right now. You guys don't have uh, a plan. What happens if thousands of angry people start looking for the yeah. houses with mezuzahs. Right, right, right. And you know, the, and the and the, let's say there's blackout here and the power goes out and yeah. and the banks aren't working and every man for them It's a terrifying situation. We don't even want to imagine how so there's a
0: hierarchy of priorities of like what the, what to prioritize
2: this is national security yeah. to have these conversations um, to keep our jewish brothers and sisters safe right. so that's why we have to have uncomfortable conversations sometimes for the sake of a greater comfort
0: right. but the when you said like something along the lines of I'd take Kanye back and try to heal him or these like greater we need
2: Kanye to win this war efforts
0: of compassion is
2: you don't understand <laughs> no, without I, Kanye I understand, we're not winning this I understand <laughs> kind of I'll no, I
0: don't it. understand yeah well, yeah well, yeah let's why do say we need it. Kanye <laughs> to win this war
1: yeah the, the 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 through line from what happened last whenever that was <laughs> was it sure. ten years ago how long that's why we need Kanye I'm joking to win this it feels war. like ten years ago oh, you know maybe, yeah, but yeah yeah to now just an
2: example yeah. First, I'll just make a toast to you guys. No. Thank you for the tea. Of course. And I, I hope that the whole world will experience, like, tea, you know? Yeah. Where we live a very luxurious mm-hmm. life here. We have the luxuries of tea. Mm. There are children in Gaza right now who don't know about honey and turmeric and ginger. Mm. God bless their souls. Mm. Okay. So, the Villanagone, you know, <laughs> who <laughs> I keep going back to. <laughs>
1: You're a your descendant.
2: Well, he. I'm a descendant, but he's the Jewish people's benchmark for biblical prophecy because he was, like, one of the last guys to, like, take the writings of the prophets and let us know how we can anticipate seeing them unfold. And Mm -hmm. his writings were universally accepted by the Jewish people. Mm -hmm. This is why when you reference him, there was no uh, Jewish organization that was against it. You know, sometimes there's a scholar with an opinion and the guy Mm -hmm. fought him. No one argued against these. He opinions. wasn't being
1: condemned by anybody. No, he was—he was too smart. Uh, no one was smart enough. That's uh, great, great yeah. grandpappy. For there me. we go. What's <laughs> the book that he wrote? These uh, how to see the prophecies in our in our. There's future? a few. One is yeah. called
2: Kol Hator, like the voice of the turtle dove, and you can get it in English online. Yeah. Um, but I I go from Oro Tagra, which is like the lights of the going, Rabbi Eliyahu, Yahoo which just has like the, all the snippet bullet points of his mm-hmm. main things. but cool. okay. He says a prerequisite for the days of the Messiah and for world peace is before the Jewish people have any of that is the activation of the ten tribes. So now again, I'm circling back, and I'm going to put on my sales hat, and I'm pitching to you and to the Jewish community that we have to wake up and realize that the God of Israel is not coming to redeem the Jewish people. There's no Mashiach, there's no Messiah coming for the Jewish people. The Mashiach, the Messiah, and the God of Israel is going to come and redeem the house of Israel, the greater house of Israel, which will include the ten tribes, according to our ancestors' writings. And now if you want to know where the ten tribes are, we just have to look and see who says they're from the ten tribes. Where they at. Where they at. And there, all of a sudden, goes back to our, yes, of course, uh, Shy town Chicago, because you look in Biafra, you look at the Igbo land, of 40, 50 million people who say they're from the House of Israel. And you look at the Pashtuns of Afghanistan, the 40, 50 million people that say they're from the House of Israel. And obviously, uh, the transatlantic slave trade that brought um, these Igbo people to America. Um, So this is the scattered House of Israel, the people who have it in their hearts, who say they are from this. There's just been no unity yet for us to realize we're on the same team. So it's like the Jew can't imagine that he's on the same team as the Pashtun in Afghanistan. And Kanye can't imagine he's on the same team as the white Jew over here. And none of us could imagine we're on the same team with each other. But lo and behold, we're on the same team. And once we all activate that team, we will be the strongest team in the history of the planet. And it will be a team of light and love and strength. So my main focus right now is not to worry about fighting haters or Internet trolls or sign ripper downers or anything else besides what we need to do to get to our redemption, which is activating this network of the Ten Tribes of Israel. For me, that's the only mission that makes sense because it's the only mission that will get us out of this mess.
0: How do you do that?
2: (laughs) It's a great question. We actually have a great plan.
0: (laughs) I'd love to hear it. So just to be clear, to clarify for the layperson. We are the Jewish people, but there is a greater unified house of Israel that has been scattered. Yes. yes. When the kingdom of Judea and Israel, right, the, when Israel was divided, that was the first of it, right, where it was Israel and Judea. But there were still was there still tribes intact at the time in the days of, like, uh, the prophets?
2: Yes. During the split of the house of Israel and Judea, when yes. there was two separate kingdoms, yes. you had ten tribes in the north. And one. And then Judah, Benjamin, and Levi in the south. Right and you had uh, cuz Levi lived amongst all the tribes right. mm-hmm. and the northern uh, kingdom made their own temples of idol worship mm-hmm. and they weren't allowed to go down to the temple of Jerusalem
0: was this Rehabam the king upstairs yes. yeah, Rehavam yeah, and, yeah that's when it that see that I Rav
1: Ben Neva. Remember, yes, <laughs> I remember seventh grade novi. Exa-
0: that, yeah. was, that was when it got juicy. I was like, yeah. man, things are getting things are getting naughty up I in here.
1: I Had other things on my
2: mind at the time, but <laughs> yeah. according yes. to Kabbalah, we're still dealing with the repercussions of that exact um,
0: fall. Ooh. Downfall of Rechavam. Speaking, Speaking so, Rehavim, the son of King Solomon. For yes, people who don't know. this is real th- geek Bible I stuff. I didn't know when that. Mm-hmm. Didn't know? Know that. Rehavim, right? yeah. When
2: no. the children of Israel You didn't know. Shlomo's kid was Rechavam, right? When the children of Israel. You're Ravam ben yeah. was uh, Rechavim. Rechavim, yes. Rechavim, Rechavim. Rechavim, Rechavim. Rechavim. Rechavim ben oh. um, is someone else. Yes. He was the king of the north. The north.
1: So. There's Rechavim and Yerovim. Yeah. How have HBO either.
0: not done a Game of Thrones like this? This is way juicier. But anyway, I keep going. I believe so. <laughs>
1: I, at the end of the day,
2: that cause, when there was no peace in the house of Israel, when we split mm-hmm. up, that's what allowed our enemies to come in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so we kind of brought this upon ourselves through our own blind hatred of each other which is what we teach, right? Why was the temple destroyed?
0: <laughs> the hatred of the Jews. I mean, us hating each other is always what allows, and this is so f- interesting what happened in Israel recently, the internal infighting yeah. left us distracted and weak. I could tell
2: you that for sure, because uh, weeks leading up to this massacre, I was in the government, um, Knesset, Chilling. working on, <laughs> yes, I was working on a, a peace deal with Afghanistan, which we could discuss a little bit, mm-hmm. um, to enter Afghanistan into the Abraham Accords. you know, I was able to bring the president's of office uh, the president of afghanistan's office to israel and they connected and there was dialogue and talk and while all this was happening i was super optimistic because i'm like wait a minute this is the thing that we need to do to get to world peace and all i could remember was how distracted the government was at the time from the mission i was trying to bring them because of the protests that were mm-hmm. going on in the country because the left was angry and protesting and screaming and everyone was fighting and everything, they couldn't even focus on doing their job as being the light onto the nations. They had to deal with what's going on here.
0: It, is the motivation behind the Afghan for you, is it the Pashtun? Is that what you're talking about? Where th- is that the tribe is linked to Afghanistan? You yes. said that. Yeah.
2: The peace accord is with Afghanistan would be essentially taking 40 or 50 million people living under um, radical Islamic uh, persecution yeah. right now and liberating
1: them, and freeing them. What? In, in what capacity? They, they would be able to emigrate to Israel if they wanted to? No, we would have to bring Israel to them, uh, which is what
2: the, we spoke about last time, and also what the prophecy says will happen, is basically... Like tech, um,
0: what we bring in. <laughs> No, we, 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 we have now. We're going to roll out
2: um, in the next few days, or a few weeks, is... Uh, A map of the world where you're going to start to see every single village that is from the House of Israel um, that claims or identifies. So the 30,000 villages in Afghanistan will be viewable to say, hey, these are where the tribes are, etc. And each village is going to have an option to sponsor, so to say, or to plant a seed there. Where you can open up a digital wallet and start to bring resources for them to go off grid, you know, to make their own electricity, clean water systems, food filtration systems. These are very poor people with no resources who are being uh, uh, used
1: by radical Islam for crumbs. Mm -hmm. So, so that's what Afghanistan wants from Israel, and what does Israel want? People, not the government. The people. And then, what does Israel want? Why is it? Why does Israel? Why does the government have any interest in that? Besides for what we're talking about.
2: Listen, uh, from the government of Israel's perspective, creating uh, as much peace relationships with nations around them is obviously the most strategic thing okay. mm-hmm. uh, of all possible, let alone the fact that these people claim to be our brothers. Um, I don't think Israel thought yet about uh, the trillions of dollars of rare earth minerals mm-hmm. under the ground in Afghanistan that China and Russia are currently you know, looting and uh, not giving back to the people. Um,
0: Do these people feel a connection in the population generally to Israel?
2: Yes. If you look at some of the videos that I have on uh, YouTube, yeah. you know, for example, one is uh, the hidden children of Moses in the Afghan village, whatever. You know, was like 80 or, 80 or so thousand views. Um, but if you look at the comments and how many thousands and thousands and thousands of comments from Afghanistan of people begging and praying for the Jewish people to come there, hmm. bring them love and liberate them. I uh, get emails, uh, dozens, uh, hundreds a week emails from Afghanistan, from Pashtun people who see my videos on the internet saying, please, my brothers of Israel, my Harry brothers of following Judah. Following
1: up. <laughs> emails. Circling C- back. Circling back. <laughs> following
0: up. Ready to join Israel when you are. Just let me know what time <laughs> works for you. <laughs> you oh think
2: it's God. so funny, but that's literally what's happening oh my to God. me. <laughs> You're getting it from interns? I'm <laughs> getting pressure from people being like, <laughs> Just sor-
0: checking in on this. <laughs> like,
2: Often and it and it kills. I'm like, guys, we're working on it, you know. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> we're Side working. No, on.
0: just because I'm ignorant. Like a Pashtun. What is the word Pashtun
2: come from? Um, patha, Pashtun comes from the word Pathan. Pathan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the real uh, etymology we want to dive into here, I think, is uh, from Afghanistan. Afghana was supposedly, if you want to see the Wikipedia page that details it, was the grandson or one of the grandchildren oh. of King Saul, oh. and. Um, The royal family of Afghanistan traces back to the royal house of King Saul and they've been ruling over, which kind of uh, gets to the exciting part over here. Yeah, um, because we've identified uh, some magical secret weapon in the whole storyline from the royal house of Afghanistan comes someone named Shaman Omar
1: Ahmadzai. Have you heard of him? No. Shaman Omar Ab- Ayadzai Ahmadzai.
2: Ahmadzai. Ahmadzai, uh, for anyone who's He's obsessed. He's at Ahmadzai
1: on Instagram, yeah. I think.
2: Anyone who's obsessed with <laughs> the tribal names of Afghanistan would recognize right away that this last name implies uh, royalty from the royal family. They've mm. been ruling over Afghanistan for thousands of years. And it uh, turns out Shaman Omar Ahmadzai is the world's greatest psychedelic healer. Go on. Comes from Afghanistan, from the royal family. Travels around the world healing celebrities and uh, royalty, you know. You can't book a session with him. What makes a good psychedelic healer? Someone who's healed themselves and someone who can accurately be a middleman for the universal want and your experience and align those all in a symphony of music and love. Good and what's yeah. a
0: good candidate for someone who needs psychedelic healing? if not everybody
2: someone who's not comfortable in their own cranium Mm. um if your mind is not your best friend if you don't get excited about retreating into your own closed eyes and that's not a space that you're comfortable in you must heal because your brain was designed to be your safe space so Mm -hmm. if you're not comfortable inside your
1: brain you have to heal Mm. thank you okay so sharif the healer. He's the best healer in the um, world. Uh, d- yeah, bringing it back. So he's, co- yeah. he's
0: making rounds, he's healing people, and he traces back to the family, royal family of Afghanistan? Is that what you just from said? The, from yeah. the royal family of
2: Afghanistan, from the ten tribes. Do you know him? I am so fortunate enough to have been able to meet him because um, there was a story of these um, righteous Chabad brothers, these two Chabad brothers, who found him, and they started doing some healing work with him. And these Chabad brothers in general are using their money to like fight evil in the world, mm-hmm. so they're hunting down like all the, the pedophiles and all the bad guys.
1: I've seen them on TikTok. Yeah. Yep. No. Really? Oh. No, they're like, not Chabad brothers. Uh, for like example, like the, like the. Chris Hansen. I'm Chris Hansen. Yeah, for
2: example, like the Leif Tarhor cult. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was like they got when they were taken down and arrested in uh, Guatemala, wherever so they we're, were. Explain that again for viewers
0: in particular. There yeah. was a cult. It was of a Hunter-
2: radical Trump. cult of a bunch of people uh, who were doing child marriages and mm-hmm. some strange things with children, very unhealthy things with children.
1: And Jewish. It was. They claimed to be a Jewish. yes a Cult. Jewish, yeah. and they were so, doing some yeah.
2: really unhealthy things. Very unhealthy people. And children were being abused mm-hmm. and they were running from world police around the whole world with this group of children and these brothers had put their foot down and said it was enough and they used their own money and they hired a private jet and hired a private militia from the government and Whoa. got their own M16s and zip tied all the men and oh, brought well, them back
0: to America on private jets. Wh- Wow. Yeah. What was that movie that just came out produced executive produced by Oh, in the, into the Fury or something? No, no, it was just it was called uh it was about the whole like child Yeah, I think it was something uh, like into the child, sex trafficking thing. Something
1: you know. with fury. Not fury. Fire and you
2: know. Fury? Um, Fire and Fury? Yeah. We have a big issue with that. We'll have to get to it It with Jim general. Caviezel or something? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He
1: was it's not called Fire and Fury. Something like that. But it was about child trafficking, yeah. right? Child yeah. trafficking. Yeah. So, so um, nonetheless. Okay. So these, brothers, anyway, these, so, these brothers. These
0: two guys. So are, when they I can't tell this is the most I, confusing episode I or I we're right I on. So imagine right them living. I always <laughs> land the ship. <laughs> yeah. A cruise ship. Land the cruise ship for us. So now we're on this but, guy's a healer, the Haban guy. Now shows.
2: he brings they bring the they shut down a ring. They That's shut right. down the ring. Yeah. Take all the kids out, um bring them to safety, security here, you know, give them resources.
1: I had not heard about this. That's fascinating. you are
2: righteous guys not looking for likes on Instagram. Um cool. Yeah. And And then they brought Shaman Omar to do Mm -hmm. some sitting in the medicine with some of the 18 year olds and up who have trauma. So if you, so not only were they rescuing the kids who were abused by these pedophiles, they brought in the world's greatest healer to heal them. Beautiful. That was the context of how I met Shaman Omar. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, I'm sitting in the room with these, uh, you know, with the Chabad guys and with Shaman Omar, and I'm like, wait a minute, do you guys know he's from the Lost Tribes of Israel? And the Chabad guy is like, what are you talking about? He's just a healer. And I look at him. I'm like, dude, you know, <laughs> you know, he's like, I know. I'm like, you know, you're from the Lost Tribes. But? he's like, I know I'm from the Lost Tribes. As well. I'm like, you're from the royal family from the house of King Saul. He's like, yes. And I'm like, and your mission is to come back and unite with my people and heal the world. Yes. I'm like, I'm so happy we I found you. was good you. at small talk. Oh, my <laughs> <Yeah>. God.
0: <laughs> I got right to the point. And he knew he was aware of all this.
1: He was aware of this. Mm-hmm. All of it. Every single detail. A- and is he like a practicing Muslim? Like,
2: no, he's a practicing master of the religion of the creator okay. of the universe. So he's, he's
1: not involved in running Afghanistan. He just happens to. be His family's
2: from the royal family, so right. he has a claim to the throne, mm-hmm. um, potentially. Right.
1: But he's not like a ta- He's not like a Taliban. All of his is cousins he? are
2: okay. Taliban generals and leaders of Afghanistan, sure. Cool, and he's allowed to just not. He, be so Thanksgiving that? is awkward. Yes. He's, okay. if he goes to uh, <laughs> if he goes to Afghanistan today, they'll pick him up in a military convoy and uh, bring him. To he safe. has pole
0: there. He can like he can navigate Afghanistan it's just fine. Fan. Yeah, cool.
2: And he's out here That's healing nice.
0: celebrities
2: and doing. Uh, he was on what's his name? Um, he was on uh, Andrew Schultz. Flagrant? Yeah, you're gonna put up the clip. Um, he was on Flagrant. Yeah. Mm. What do you mean? He's Andrew Schultz's shaman. Oh, was he? Je- they were just talking about in being in Abu Dhabi. Is that, Was that having to do with know. that? There's an episode that I okay. want you to, in this episode, put up the clip so okay. people could reference. Uh, it's Andrew Schultz sitting with Shaman Omar and um, Charlemagne the God. Mm, cool. And they're talking about ayahuasca and healing and how this ma- magical man's from Afghanistan. Um, so, so, so,
0: so you formed a kind of What was that like? <laughs> That's my Charlemagne. So wait, wait, wait I want to hear about this because like you from the Lost Tribe of Israel, right? You know, do you know Charlemagne?
2: I'm not personally. It's yet. time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it looked um, like he he was Charlemagne was like pre trip. Um, right. Andrew was post trip, and
1: right. Charlemagne Andrew's was talking. It. You could tell he's he's involved. Who's
2: not into healing, inheriting your mind?
0: Wow.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I gotta see the clip let's Yeah just I, I didn't know this
0: Yeah, yeah please yeah, He clip. was on Brilliant Idiots Not it was Probably Brilliant Idiots it Yeah, was probably yeah. Brilliant uh, Idiots. Oh. Anything that It's Charlemagne and Andrew Saying you know that They have a it's show the same, It's the same It's, yeah. it, it, let's it's see.
2: their own thing We'll find out But nonetheless <laughs> Brilliant <laughs> Idiots is the name of the sp- show No it's the name uh, no, of I the show No I don't show. speculate It's one or the other Who knows We'll <laughs> have to find out we can't okay. waste time speculating okay. in this yeah. world. <laughs> right. can only you, don't, talk. you don't want to go on the record for that. I can't talk about things I'm not certain about. I only say things I'm absolutely certain about. Okay. okay. Anyway. Yeah. So now. Okay. So So I'm what is Shari- so what oh, does he I'm have to do i still landing with- the ship. Yeah. Michael, what was
0: your plan? <laughs> anyway,
2: yeah. You go. Uh, so Shaman Omar. Hmm. Thank God. One of my closest brothers. Yes. Ilhan Omar. Um, so you're close now. I would call him my ultimate brother. Wow. Yeah. We speaking very often and really? regularly. Um, yeah. Yes, of course, of course, because the plan is to bring him to Israel, to conduct ceremony, to heal all these humans who have PTSD and trauma
1: from what's going on right now. In from which from which side of the border? Both. Okay. I love your question. Okay. This
2: means our intentions um, as Trippy our fund that we started. Our intentions are we're going to be opening up a healing village in the north of Israel for Israelis experiencing PTSD and trauma. So that means hundreds or if not thousands of beds for people to be sitting in psychedelic ceremonies, you know, three, four days and flushing in and out. So perhaps in a month we could be doing tens of thousands of people, ceremonies and healing people with Shaman Omar. But the goal right now is immediately... To get the Jewish people together, to pool together funds and resources, and petition the government and Egypt to open up a refugee camp in the Sinai Peninsula for the Gazans to bring Shaman Omar there as well to conduct uh, healing ceremonies
0: for them as well. So, uh, let me ask you, that was just a dream. Do you plan get, on slipping get, Netanyahu some LSD in the process? <laughs> I had an
2: opportunity to in life, and I chose not to because <laughs> you I figured. Had an
0: opportunity. <laughs> had an opportunity. <laughs> Well, anytime I, I you're around that, him and a cup of water, anyone can just do it. Right? Right? I can say yeah. the craziest thing, Harry, say the craziest thing. Interesting, you say that. <laughs> <laughs> s-
2: if you could shake a man's hand, you oh could slip him a tab. I was in a bathtub with
0: Shimon Perez, Bibi <laughs> Netanyahu, George Bush Senior, and Junior. They were all nude. Well, interesting. <laughs> you say that. you just put a little drip on your hand, and you yes, shake well, a man's. My, hand. My, it's just my, I am wife? tripping like a beast. Oh my! Here's a question with the
1: refugee camp in the Sinai. When you talk about that, do you do you do you think someone who's in Hamas shooting at the IDF needs to be killed? Is he too far gone to be healed? Or are you talking about children and and literally people who feel literally trapped?
2: I think Israel needs to first open up a safe village for all humans. Men, women, children and no metal objects allowed inside. So that means there's no rockets in there. There's no guns. There's no weapons. They're basically harmless. They can't do anything without Iranian uh, rockets being supplied to them. So at that point, I'd feel very comfortable taking um, a Gazan who hates me and throwing him nine feet into a ketamine hole. <laughs> and, um,
0: <laughs> this is one plan. It's one plan I haven't heard he's yet. Like, he's
1: like, yeah, you're not giving me so much, right? You're like, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. It's... Very, very little. <laughs> oh, figuratively
0: speaking, nine feet into a ketamine hole? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, yeah, or no, You know, he means a I very don't, deep, I've never been to one of his sessions. Trip. I thought maybe he has holes <laughs> filled with ketamine. <laughs> people in. No, you, you mean into you a You mean
1: a very, very yeah. massive yeah, it's, amount of it's a
2: reference for being in the dream state. And yes. You don't want to throw these guys right into do, the dream do, state do, disassociate do, themselves. Do you think they're, that
1: you, you're capable of healing someone? That I think it would be the greatest
2: scientific study humanity could ever perform. Like yeah. Israel is now talking about um, have to executing to it, uh, people, you know, because uh, there's capital punishment in Israel for the t- uh, terrorism uh, to be an, a Nazi basically has capital punishment. Right. So if you are a Nazi from World War Two, you would get killed, mm-hmm. executed, executed, Hanged, right? they hang yeah. them. Yes.
0: But no, but Israel doesn't have ha- is uh, there is no capital punishment in Israel except for Nazis. That's when they, I think that's the they're now
2: saying, they... guess what? This is Nazi 2.0. I right? That's, you're, that's saying you're, thought you're,
0: thought you're saying Israel is considering bringing back capital punishment for terrorist captured. Right? In right. Israel. There's He's been, been talk of music, it, right? yeah. and you're
1: saying maybe let's see what we can oh, do give with me that. a few on
2: the side. Before.
0: You want to take, you want to take <laughs> perpetrators of this and heal them? I would
2: love to just do a social experiment that's and try. see if I could turn one of these guys into a hippie with dreadlocks, listening to Bob Marley and looking to grounds and be a vegan. Well, well, someone. I think we should keep one guy at least for a study. So, mm. so, someone, someone <laughs> that deep a in. It. i mean, Obviously, women and children.
0: W- women and children. We're talking Well, you we have to make distinctions well, between. I, we so. must
2: stay human. We must be compassionate and filled with love.
1: So, so, so this no. So, th- so, this is a real conversation because because yes. there's a lot of talk and we were talking about here. Like, there's a time for peace and there's a time for war. And like, right now is the time to show strength and to kill the people trying to kill us. Every single building and tunnel needs to be demolished completely from 40 feet ground up 40 whole, feet underground down the and up. up to the, the whole thing
2: down and up needs yeah. to be destroyed because they basically i iran's been paying eight-year-old and ten-year-old boys to be digging terror tunnels these last five six mm-hmm. years these kids aren't going to school they're on uh speed on drugs that are being provided yeah, i read about that yes these are being they're being given these young kids and, and guys are given very dangerous drugs and being told to dig tunnels for like a dollar a week And they're doing it And we gotta stop the whole entire thing over there We must, must, must Make sure women and children have a safe place to go to
0: We have to be compassionate guys. I understand the compassion What I'm important. saying is to combat a culture yeah. Of deep rooted Educational yeah. Anti-Semitism against and, 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 and deeply embedded hatred of the Jews Is what you're also up against That yes. goes well beyond people who are just signed up to be what? Hamas terrorists
2: well, I think that, like, and a lot like, of people yeah. say,
0: "Oh, free, you know you free guys from Hamas, but then you, you might be left with people very, very uh, we don't know the numbers of people who simply just want to coexist versus people who do support. I could
2: tell you I what I think based I on my interactions uh, with Arabs in Jerusalem, right? Yeah. Yeah. Can I, we talk I, about I'm this?
1: very excited to hear that because I've yeah. never heard anyone who actually talks to Arabs talk about this. Yes,
2: I, I, you know how like I don't hold back and I just say like I just go.
1: <laughs> so what's the
0: environment, especially in the yeah, weeks after, us, us, in the days us. after <laughs> October seventh, and the weeks yeah. after October seventh, right. between you know your Arab neighbors and you?
2: So you know, obviously, you and your wife have a conversation where it's like, okay, so our we go to the supermarket and we check out, and the butcher who prepares our meat for us is an Arab guy with a knife. Mm. Should we be scared now to order our meat or not? Does he want to kill me? Is he want to stab me? Mm. What about our taxi drivers that are picking us up, whose name is Abu Hamza? Mm. Should we be cautious and concerned? So we have to have these talks of like, are we safe walking in the streets of Jerusalem? That's what the first conversation is, and then everyone like goes out of their house and like lives in like October seventh and eighth, and we're like, wait a minute, everything's normal here. The Arabs of Jerusalem love the freedom that Jerusalem has provided them. That means they have malls, and the women can drive cars, and they can shop, and they can live their lives in a luxurious manner and have all these freedoms without the Islamic police Mm -hmm. coming to their door and knocking because they saw someone who exposed an ankle. Um, They love the freedom of Jerusalem and Israel. So the last few weeks in Israel have been extremely peaceful as far as arab jewish relationships on the ground so now when i'm in a taxi drive you know i was like heading to the airport here my taxi driver was uh abu Hamza, mm. whatever here
1: you're saying or no that... from oh, okay, yeah, yeah when
2: jerusalem to the airport yeah. i have a taxi and i'm like all right you know he can choose to drive me into a village and hold me hostage and and be part of the master plan or and i'm and i'm like so like ask i'm like what's going on here we good like he's like those guys in Gaza are crazy. Those Hamas guys are crazy. They don't. We don't. We don't want to be involved with that. Don't associate with us with them. We don't want any trouble. We're grateful to be here. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I get it. So the the fight is not an Arab and Jewish fight. You guys enjoy the freedom of Jerusalem to a degree. The issue is when Iran starts to take vulnerable, poor humans in Gaza and start to finance them and teach them an ideology that revolves around your reality has to be raping me.
0: I happened to see an, um, one of the most touching videos since the massacre, since October seventh. Today was the story of a woman in Beeri, was kibbutz Beeri, who was rescued by five uh, Arab men, who were driving between the festival and her kibbutz, rescuing people. Wow! You know, and it like I that one got me choked up because these were th- these men were like. Um, driving into her, like getting shot at and, and getting israelis who had been shot or being shot at into their car and driving them away oh. and then they went to her and they said we're not going to leave you and then they approached uh, idf soldiers who didn't know what was going on they asked her are you kidnapped are you kidnapped? And she said no no no. they saved me they saved me and these were israeli arabs in israel and I, I think so many people looking at this in such a binary way don't understand the m- First of all, the multi ethnic, multicultural nature of Israel that everyone likes to talk about you know, there's Arabs that live in Israel too, but like like there's proud Israeli Arabs oh, yeah. who are like, No, this is not the world I want. I but like I I don't have those conversations and I'm oh, you do. So I'm just and when I see, see a video like that, it's like one well, of the most moving what, things ever. Because I'm like, obviously I don't desire war and I don't desire conflict. Sure. I desire peace, and I want that. I just want to know that it's mutual. What Israel
2: <laughs> also did was um, somehow these terrorists who came in October 7th um, had body cameras. Right. And were filming everything they did. So Israel now has footage mm-hmm. of these men doing the most horrible. Barbaric, demonic. I'm talking about, about like Pulling body parts off of humans while yeah. raping them type mm-hmm. of stuff. Yeah. Like, little kids.
1: Hell yeah, on y- Earth. You know what, like, my, my daughter now asks. Like, she, she's in this phase. She's been in a phase for a little while. It was actually kind of weird. Like, before October 7, she was, she's in a big phase of, like, talking about people dying. Like, asking about dying. She's talking about who's Jewish and who's not Jewish. And she's afraid of monsters. Oh. And so I tell her there's no such thing as monsters. Then you're like, there's people who come out from under the ground mm-hmm. and torture you in front of your parents and then steal you. Like these things do exist now. They're yeah. demons. Oh, like, yeah, ha- yeah. how do you say? To, like, how do you say to your kid? Like, oh, so two things. First, I'm, you know, like so I'm first a and act. foremost, um, kids are
0: all on acid. <laughs> first of all, yeah, <laughs> 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 Harry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. You Cross say out. That. No, I'm just
2: kidding. Um, first and foremost, uh, so Israel's taking the videos of yeah, this yeah, barbaric to act. Okay, no, yeah. I'm gonna go to what you're saying, and they're taking the videos of this barbaric act, and they're showing it to select audiences. No, they're showing it to, first of all, Gazans. Mm -hmm. Um, They're showing it to Palestinians and Arabs and everyone. And everyone is saying the same thing. Whoa, this is not allowed in Islam. Islam doesn't permit you the raping of children, Mm -hmm. etc. So what these guys are doing is like extracurricular evil. And so Arabs are starting to distance themselves from Hamas and the Gazans. Within like
1: the West Bank and Um, which Arabs are in there?
2: Just in general, I've seen already videos of uh, interrogations with Hamas uh, soldiers being shown videos and being disgusted from like Shin Bet from Mossad. And then uh, Arabs in Jerusalem having conversations with them after having seen these videos.
0: Aren't those ones who were captured the ones who perpetuated it?
2: Yes, but some of them were just like hired and given very hard drugs and didn't know what in the world was going on Mm -hmm. or what's happening. A lot of uh, Iranian-trained uh, individuals came in with them mm-hmm. who were, like, doing some sick right. stuff. So some of the people who came in were just, like, here for the
1: drugs and, the r- and, and like, the action and didn't realize that this was going right. to be or a
2: satanic s- uh,
1: worship event. Mm-hmm. right? Or they saw the gate go down and decided to, to loot, and they found themselves in this. Yeah, for whatever reason. Whatever, but not taking any When it comes down away. to
2: my uh, children yeah. and their understanding of the whole thing, because, you know, I'm in a bomb shelter with my kids, and there's a war going on, etc., The kids have an extremely strong sense of security. Um, We have the Iron Dome. That means when the rocket sirens go on and there's rockets coming towards our house, they're like excited because they're like, oh, the Iron Dome booms are going to go off now, which means the thing that's protecting us is like is working. Mm -hmm. So you're here, you're in your room, the sirens are going off, you're with your wife and your kids and you're all quiet. And all of a sudden you hear the sirens and boom, 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 four or five huge booms right above your head. And we're like, all right, let's go back to – you were playing video games. You were doing Mm -hmm. a puzzle. Let's all just go back to living life. And we don't hold on to the fear or the pain.
0: Mm -hmm. One thing I've noticed with children and processing world events is that for children, the world of reality, imagination, and fantasy are all the same thing. They all meld together. So for them, the worst things that they can imagine are no different than the worst things that are actually happening in real life. Mm -hmm. So for them, they're all processing it as a story so everything is new to a kid so if anything for us it's much more horrifying because we kind of now know the difference between our imagination mm. and reality and for them it's like a story bad guys and good guys and and it's easier for them in a way to digest the worst evils because when when my daughter was asking about kidnapping because I tried I didn't talk about it but she saw posters and she can read I was like you know you know and I was like well you know how when bad guys come in the TV shows and they say ha 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 got her and then we have to save them she goes, yeah. I'm like, so that's what, what we have to do now. We have to try to save those people because there are bad people who have taken people. And when she hears it like that and processes it in this sort of imagination, you know, in, in this sort of fantasy or a story, the way she sees it on a cartoon. I think that's how they do it. Mm. And I think that's the way I present it to them okay. in the way that's not going to traumatize their okay. Like
1: I guess my question is really for myself. Like now I believe in monsters, like yeah. and demons like you know i think demons that, are real um, mm.
2: they've been real this whole time but it looks like what's happening now is we're going to wipe it off the earth for good it's time to eradicate this
1: uh mentality mm-hmm. it's going to end and then that's and the mindset we have to and have And and then the plan then your plan is those who can be healed heal and then what join israeli society stay in the sinai Go back to where we built Gaza? What, what's like the vision yeah, in your I in think your Israel should offer
2: people to return to like a Dubai like uh, version of Gaza, you know, where they build it up. You know,
1: we need to build uh,
2: a build like an international uh, place of tourism over there where people can come and there's beaches and It would
0: be. I mean, I like to imagine this idea of a Gaza Strip that is like a beach town that Israelis can go in and go to hotels sure. there. You know.
2: If you look at like Yafo, Tel Aviv, it's uh, like basically mixed arabs and jews mm-hmm. and guess what it's a very peaceful place and the beaches there have hotels and humans and it's thriving and it's full with life and animals yes i forget last episode um, there are some rare animals that i've spotted over time yeah and um I got it all. it's a different hat i wear a rare animal spotter but <laughs> yes there's no reason for the gazan community we shouldn't but we shouldn't even be focused on what happens to them after the fact We should be focused on the fact now that no nation opened up their door for them. Egypt's not letting them in. Israel's not letting them in. Where are we going to put these people while we destroy Gaza? So it has to be something uh, besides killing women and children.
1: Please, you know, for the Jewish people have Mm -hmm. to talk like this.
0: Yeah, you mean yeah.
1: I, I I It's it's nice to hear, be able to talk like that, and at the same time talk about. But we also cannot have a ceasefire, and we also have a job to do that exactly. at the same time. Not like either or it's at the not same even time. Like the it's it's, it's right. very refreshing. People ears. don't realize this. Like it's not go. a
0: mutually exclusive idea. It's it's mutually. It's it's in fact one. One. Uh, basically solves the other. You can only have peace and prosperity by eliminating the people who, the entities that are against those things, peace and prosperity. Yeah. And Hamas is against those things. So, like, the the principle at, at, at play here is that the only way to get to peace is to eliminate those do not want peace and Hamas is very explicit that they don't they don't want peace for Gazans they don't want peace for Israelis they they want death and destruction especially yeah. particularly of the state of Israel but of of the West so
2: they, they want to take hard drugs and just chop yeah us heads. so I think th- to get rid of them
0: is is what if people who are talking we about free Palestine to. and freeing me, in, uh, innocent men women and children in Gaza you have to talk about eliminating the people who have oppressed them which is Hamas which yeah. I understand but I don't know. What else? What else is going on? <laughs> um, man, this is heavy. Heavy yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know where to go at this point. The, the mood on the ground in Israel. <laughs> uh, have you done? I don't even know. I, I've never been at a loss for words, but it's well, so heavy. I could that, tell you um, yes.
2: what's like next for us right now. Yes. Just saying very humbly, um, yeah. step by step, is we believe in the power of healing and the power of. Changing consciousness. So, mm. um, right now, our fund, trippy.vc, we're going to be holding a sale of um, our tokens mm. that we've minted in 2017. That represents (laughs) what an odd time Mm -hmm. (laughs) where people were minting tokens, (laughs) right? We are the oldest, uh, (laughs) oldest NFT project in the entire world. Um, well,
1: yeah, no, that was really, but even like, I mean, it's so funny. It's funny that you said that I'm like crypto. I forgot about that. Is that still a thing? Our
2: fund is exists on the blockchain. Ownership of (laughs) our fund exists on the blockchain. So (laughs) let's say our fund right now owns land up north in Israel for the healing grounds. Mm And we old uh, own a healing center, Jerusalem. Few great real estate properties on our portfolio. We've made a few investments into Israeli psychedelic companies who are now producing all the chemicals in the Hebrew University laboratory that are needed for healing. Mm -hmm. So we have a very valuable fund, and we're going to be raising capital now to build out a whole uh, healing village, Mm -hmm. like a city for thousands of people to heal. But the tokens that we're selling represent ownership of the fund itself. So that means people who will give twelve or eighteen dollars to support our cause by buying one of our seeds that's one of our tokens they're actually owning a piece of our whole entire infrastructure so if the things i'm saying resonate with you if you're like harry we like this we want to be involved we want to support we want to be on your team and go with you we've created a way that you could actually own a piece of the land of israel own a piece of our whole entire infrastructure be a partner in the club Help us, uh, support us so we could build healing infrastructure in the Middle East so we can uh, change the whole future of the whole situation, Bezrat Hashem, with God's help.
1: Mm. Beautiful. But with crypto? Mm-hmm.
2: Blockchain. 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 Blockchain is something that... Uh, as a tech. Oh, man. Yes, blockchain... The uh, tech
0: is still strong, you're saying. The,
2: the blockchain tech is the strongest thing ever because right. it eliminates middlemen. Yeah, and they're the only ones left on it. So it's, <laughs> it's, yes, it's, because it's, so all these other projects open. came, took people's money, and left. And we're like, wait a minute. This technology yeah. was here to free us. Right. Yeah. We were able to do the peer-to-peer transactions and store data peer-to-peer without relying on middleman institutions that could be potentially corrupt. Mm-hmm. So no one could convince me otherwise. Blockchain's greatest.
0: So my takeaway is takeaway. Right now, yes. Israel's not chill, but we gotta get it chill.
2: Right, because when we, when you, after you win a war, you have to heal. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna win this war, and then we're gonna heal. So now it's time to heal. Mm-hmm. Time to prepare to heal.
0: Oh, or is it time to win? What's your, what's we we're having one? We're
2: assuming the war is is gonna be won because yes. the side
1: of goodness uh, will triumph over darkness. Yeah. Always. Oh, Amen. And uh, I have an idea. We there's a, there's another layer here that we <laughs> that we haven't discussed yet. I think we do our first Patreon episode. This one. I think we take a pee break, and then and then we do patreon episode if people who want to pay for it who are who are interested could hear the the deeper layer of, <laughs> of of what's really going on what do you uh, think you stick with us for another 15 minutes yeah
2: i'm always ready i just need to have a bodyguard ready in, right. <laughs> in case i Well, we don't something. have anyone on our patreon yeah. so yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right could say right. something yeah, we'll, grim.
1: All right, we'll, th- we'll, well, we'll say thank you for uh, for being here. Yes, this is Rabbi um, Harry. This was like really me not also, because uh, my wife told me, Hey, I saw you posted about your grandfather. And I was like, Yo, Harry's here. You should ask him to record. And I was like, oh, I feel bad, but okay. And I did, and you were down for it. So. And once Ooh, again, inadvertently, share the
0: probably one of the most controversial episodes we'll ever do. I don't know. What do you think? What's so controversial?
2: That we said we need Kanye to save the world. Again, <laughs> <laughs> just,
0: things, just things that were said, I don't know if you caught them, will be like eyebrow raising to the audiences. I promise you. Listen, and my, that's okay. An my, eyebrow raise is, uh, my is goal the first is step is into, the yeah. con- into consciousness. Is I want not? people
2: to hear what I say, raise your eyebrows, and then immediately and go do your, your, your homework. Research yeah. everything that came out of my mouth, Put every single detail, and do your homework, and Put stay aware. Amen. Don't, Amen. But don't brush your teeth with fluoride. That's Rabbi, <laughs> 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 That's Rabbi
0: Harry. Um, And that at is Ami's house. At, at, on Ami's yeah. house. One of the first episodes, early guests. What a yeah, pleasure, man. what a treat. Thanks, Thank guys. You. Returning champion.
1: There we go. I'm still going to keep this going. Hey, right. it's your show. Dun, dun. <laughs> Harry, you oh, please? I didn't even know <laughs> we do that. Power of three. Alright. I like that powerful. <laughs>